see if my computer can handle both. Your your iMac? Well, it's recording video and audio now. It should be able to. Should be able to do that. Yeah, sometimes the cameras don't like to do it though. Like depends on what they're going through though. What do you mean? Like what app is recording? If they've had a rough day. Yeah, you know how they're doing. If the queen died. (laughs) Yeah, is GoPro owned by? I don't know. I assume they're British actually. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see if it wants to act the way it should. You guys ready? Yeah. Wait, let me see. I might turn this inside out. All right. I'm fucking cat hair on my Everybody fucking hold on a second. Sorry. Let's get cat. Confuse the hair that's on the pop filter with my mustache hair. That is. That's not similar. Also, did you, did you use that mic at rehearsal yesterday? No, I use that one. Oh, I was gonna say it actually it could still be your mustache hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's in front of me then. Well, keeps falling over. Okay. Like you earlier today. Uh, I fell over in my drum lesson. <laughs> I totally tripped over a drum stool and fell into the wall. And it's also the first thing you showed us when he when he saw yeah. us yeah. today. <laughs> I'm tempted to put it on uh Instagram, but my wife was like, that your students in it. Like yeah, you can always crop that. You can crop out, and yeah. then she, the next thing she said was, "But we could probably crop that out." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, definitely. I want to put that on the internet. You don't got that fancy iPhone for nothing, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Morning, welcome to Don't Be the Artist. I'm Hagen. I'm Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Jackson. Oh, Jackson. Talking about Lord of the Rings. Let's talk about Lord of the Rings. Today we're going to be talking about the best-selling female artist in country music history. And one of the best-selling artists of all time. I was say, I think in music history, right? Uh, in some aspects, yeah. yeah. She is the queen of country pop who has sold over 100 million records. She's also the leader of the 90s country pop crossover era. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember that that well. Mm-hmm. But uh, Yeah, I remember it. Uh, but I think that I remember it differently. I remember it, like listening to it today. I was like, this is nice. But there was some part of me that was like, I, I just am getting flashbacks to road trips and <laughs> and wanting the radio to shut up while I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. So we're talking yeah, about Shania fair. Twain. Adam, what was your did how much Shania Twain had you listened to before? Oh, I've probably heard all of it before because my mom really liked her music. So right. it, it got played a lot on road trips. Yeah. Uh, we burned some CDs for my mom for Christmas or something one year of like stolen, like pirated, you know, Shania Twain. Stuff. What, what so. year was that? Burning, I, burning CDs and stolen oh, yeah. music? I don't know. <laughs> I saw this video the other day of a guy going to his uh, millennial, or not millennial, Gen Z daughter and was like, I'm going to ask you a couple of things from the 90s and see if you know what they are. What do you think it is to burn a CD? And she was like, set a CD on fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I mean, that That's happens. Fair. I'm That's trying to think if there's something that. that we wouldn't know. No. I mean, but, oh, sure. how, how could we think of it if we don't know it? Well, yeah, but I'm like, well, if there was like a phrase that like initially we wouldn't have understood. I mean, like there's stuff that I've heard that I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I couldn't tell you what it was. And also it's irrelevant. Burning CDs, you could still like do. Yeah, that's true. Surprisingly, you can still do that like today on a Mac and it's still built in. It's really weird. I had to do it recently for something else. How? But there's not a... There's no CD drive. I had to buy a CD drive. Oh, okay. But all the like software stuff is still there and I was fully expecting that not to work. Crazy. So they still have the capabilities but not the hardware. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. They'll sell you the hardware. It's like 20 bucks or something. But probably probably in a warehouse that hasn't been touched 
in the middle of Kentucky for years. But. We just we just got new like physical CDs for the Moniker album. It was our last EP and the new one. Yeah. And and Jackson walks in and hands it to me and goes, I don't even know if this works. I don't have a CD player. Yeah. And I was like, I, yeah, I can't test it either. I've, I don't have one either. Yeah. Do you not have one in your car? No. Oh, I do. I have an no. older car than both of you. My old car didn't have one either because it predated CDs. Yeah, because you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that car. How many miles were on it before you sold it? Hundred and eighty something. Oh, that was the same amount that was on my Element. Yeah, I didn't. I. <laughs> yeah, who drives more? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what year was your car? Ninety ninety six. Six. Your Element was two thousand eight. Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. 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 Fuck, that's hilarious. <laughs> How many miles do you have on your new car? Fifty eight thousand. Fifty eight thousand already. I got it at forty four thousand. <laughs> no yeah around there yeah some of that yeah, yeah so um we're here to talk about specifically two shania twain records but i wanted to give a little backstory into how these records came about so uh she was born eileen regina edwards uh she's from canada she's born in windsor ontario in 1965 her parents divorced when she was two and her mother uh remarried to a man named jerry twain and the kids legally changed their last names, which is good because we almost had uh, Regina Edwards, and that's not as catchy as Shania Twain. Yeah, I I also uh, came across this weird thing where I was like reading through her Wikipedia, and I, I it, it just has never clicked with me that her last name is Shania Twain, the same as Mark Twain. So I'm scrolling through like the Wikipedia, and I'm like. Why, wh- when did we start talking about Mark Twain? Why is he involved in this? Was it just, just saying Twain? It was saying Twain. I was like, I was like, what did I miss here? I'm like, I'm so fucking stupid. I didn't oh put that God. together until just you yeah, just said I, that. I had the same thing. You did? No, no, I was reading through it. I was like, well, who were we talking? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I'm not really book smart then if I'm like, hey, who's Mark Twain? Yeah, and I yeah, don't know that, really. That, that accent is appropriate. For yeah, that's, that's yeah. how yeah. that goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he fucking liberal? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Totally. (laughs) Totally, dude. So she began professionally singing at the age of eight when her mother would take her to bars at like midnight around her hometown and make her perform for the people that were still at the bar. Like an open mic or just her mom was showing up and be like, "Let, let her sing. Basically, it wasn't an open mic after like a band would play and they were done and tearing, tearing Mm -hmm. down. She would go, can my daughter sing for an hour? I go, yeah, she would sing from like 12 to one. Because her parents were not wealthy. So they, she was basically making extra money. She started doing club dates at the age of eight. Jesus Christ. That can't be good. It's a different time. That yeah, was a different time. Yeah. And it's in Canada. But she was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah she was well, like, I'm, that's I'm, fair. I'm thinking about the Canadian thing because like, imagine like if we got off stage at midnight and someone's like, can my, can, can my daughter sing for an hour? I'd be like, fuck no, where can yeah. I go home? It would yeah. also be like, how did your daughter get in here? How, <laughs> yeah. long, how long have you been waiting here since before they started IDing people and kicking out families? Well, it, it, reminds, exactly. it reminds me of, of J.D. Beck. Cause like, oh, yeah. Because J.D. Beck was like getting like toted around Deep Ellum playing drums and all like the jazz jams when he was like 12. But his so parents would be there. His parents would be there, yeah. Yeah, and it probably wasn't legal. Yeah. <laughs> I saw him play at Harvest House one day, and uh, before I, I didn't, I had no clue who he was, and he was just sitting in with this band, and I was like, "Who is that? A kid or <laughs> is it a little person?" I didn't because it, like it sound, didn't sound like a kid at all. Yeah, I think he, he must have been like what thirteen or fourteen at the time. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Insane. Yeah, absolutely crazy. And then, then I mean, if only he was eight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. um yeah, she, uh, when she graduated high school, she began touring and making a name for herself. 
1987, unfortunately, her mother and stepfather died in a car accident. So she had to step in to provide for her two younger siblings. And how old was she? She was like 18, 19. She was not old at all. So she joined a uh, stage performance at a resort where she was she could support her siblings and her and make enough to have a place to live and stuff like that. But it was the first time that she went from doing like she was in a rock band, I think, in high school. And then she started doing the country stuff. She's writing her own songs the whole time. And this is like a full on stage performance where she's got like a flashy outfit, high heels. She's got to do choreography. Jeez. So I think that kind of uh, leads into how she was like, I want to be a pop artist. I want to be a country artist, but I also want to do the crossover thing. So then eventually she gets enough attention. She gets signed by, uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. Mercury Nashville Records. And her debut record, she gets steamrolled. The label was like, listen, we know what you, what you sound like. So was she, was she playing like in, in like the U.S. at this point at all? She got a visa. Okay, okay. Because back in, this is before, this is pre-9-11, obviously. Yeah. And it was a lot easier. She just was like, I'm just going to go to Nashville and get a visa. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Jerk. <laughs> as as you, you did in yeah. the past. In the past, yeah, not now. So then uh, her first record, it's I think it's a self-titled record, and it flopped. Jeez. She had little to nothing to do with it. She co-wrote a couple of songs, but nothing big. So thinking that the label had given up on her, she began to write the way she wanted to, and uh, this producer, Mutt Lang, he just he's done ACDC's like Back in Black and Highway to Hell. Whoa. He did like all the big Def Leppard records. He's just a big time producer. He heard some of her demos and was like, "I need to contact this girl." Okay, okay. So he but he was like a big time like like rock producer. Like yeah, yeah. yeah well, okay. we would consider older rock at this point classic rock, classic rock. Yeah, but yeah. not not like Led Zeppelin necessarily, but yeah, American. It, well, she knew stuff. about him. And okay. she was like, what the fuck are you doing calling me? She knew about Mutt. Mutt Lang. <laughs> uh, it makes sense that he was involved with Def Leppard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just from the name. <laughs> they probably were like, they're probably like, what's your name? Yeah, you're a Yeah, producer. you're hired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that's not his full name, but I didn't write that down. I'm not really concerned about that at this point. <laughs> no, me neither. So they, uh, she's, uh, there's a document, a new documentary came out about her life. And this is where I'm pulling a lot of this information. But she, uh, she said that they talked on the phone for hours and hours and hours and hours about what they wanted to do and how she wanted her next record to sound. She wanted it to be a bit more up-tempo and rocky. So he was like, let's make a record. They met in June of 93. They were married in December of 93. Holy they met in person for the first time. What? So then uh, that leads us into you know, the little bit about their relationship is that they move very quickly. In 1995, she released her second album, The Woman and Me. Uh, of the 12 tracks on the album, eight were released as singles. Wow. She's pretty nuts. Huge, right? And so at the time when it was coming out, it was all successful. She was doing some TV spots and stuff like that, but wasn't touring. And then uh, she went to her label and went to her husband slash producer slash co-writer and was like, hey, I'm super inspired right now. Let's just record another record. Wow. So, um, what is it? Yeah, she she wanted to uh, she wanted to go on tour, but the only way she wanted to tour was if she had a show full of hits. 
So she wrote eight hits. They were number one hits, yeah. basically, right? Uh, then the next album in 1997, two years later, comes out, and it's uh, Come On Over. 16 tracks, 12 of them were singles. Uh, that's enough <sighs> to go on tour now. That's fucking so crazy. That's plenty. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So let's start with the, the, the first album. Adam, do you have a favorite song from it? Not handy. <laughs> I, I I think the biggest takeaway, honestly, is that we should be really thankful she's not Shania Twain Lang. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that would have been bad. That's the that's the takeaway. It's my current takeaway. Okay, that's my current takeaway. I mean, like the the singles thing is kind of there's a, so I listen to the, these albums on Apple Music, and normally Apple Music gives puts a little star next uh-huh. to the. Singles. There's only one star on, on the first album, so I wasn't I was I wasn't listening under that, that pretense. I don't which think is that's what that that means. I think that just means these are the songs people play, which means there's only one that people play on that album, which doesn't make sense either. Yeah, no. I, I I always thought it was the singles because like what like what it probably usually lines up with it. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what it is. But um, yeah, I mean, I I, I thought I thought that this album as a whole. So I actually, I listened to it backwards just cause I, I was just like, I'll just put these, that wasn't intentional. I was like, I'm just going to put these. You just did shuffle the album, you know? <laughs> no, no, not like, not so like, like you started with God bless the child. No, no, sorry. I listened to the, to, um, Oh, the, the other, album, other album first. Yeah. And then I did the woman and me. Um, and I was like kind of brought backwards in a way because we'll talk about it, but I felt like the other album was like, uh, almost like subdued country music. And this was more country music. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think that if I had to pick a favorite, I'd probably pick Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Under. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's probably my favorite one. That's a two-stepper, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that song fucking goes. Yeah. And it's annoying to play that. So in that song, the uh, bass part and the piano part and the left hand of the piano are synced. Okay. And it's really annoying to play that with a piano player that doesn't know it. <laughs> really annoying. Maybe you should just learn the parts, man. Yeah. <laughs> Or, you know, you tr- well, then here's the thing that happens is like the verses are the same. So I'm like, oh, he played that differently. Next verse, I'm going to play what he played. Yeah. Next verse, he played what I played. <laughs> played it differently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we switched. It's like, just don't, don't double the bass part. That's why it's called a two-step. No. No? I don't think so. Because you switch. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two uh, I thought it was weird that this album opened with a ballad. Yeah, I thought so a too. Bit. Yeah. I thought it was very strange. Uh, I, I I thought that like honestly, the both albums to me felt like '90s albums and how they were structured, except for that. Everything else felt like we're like random. I guess I guess this does feel like that though, because even even on the even on the second album, like I felt like where the ballads were just didn't make a lot of sense. And this is the same kind of concept. Still weird to open on it, but you know whatever. I guess come out the gate soft. I mean the. <laughs> That's how they. That's how you exit a gate. <laughs> Come out real soft. I guess the the track order didn't doesn't matter really in this case because it doesn't. It just feels kind of haphazard. Well, we've like talked about it just in yeah whatever order they put them in, and that's just it. We oh, talked about it before because it's like they you know a lot of times people were buying CDs because of the single, right? So it doesn't really matter what order things were in. Like I mean, like with the Britney Spears stuff, that shit was all front loaded with the singles, and two singles, else. and then a ballad. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like for this, it, it, as long as like people, as long as you know this one, this one had eight singles. Is that what you said? Eight of twelve. Eight of yeah. So eight singles. I'm sure people bought them for one of the eight, if not more than one of the eight. Didn't really matter what order it was going to be in yeah. at that point. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, so after that, we any man of mine that's Hagen's favorite. 
Uh, or no, whose bed? Have your boots been yeah, under? Yeah. Then if you're not in it for love, I'm out of here. The woman in me, uh, this is one of the ones that wasn't a single. Is there life after love? Uh, <laughs> you win my love. It's there's just no no one needs to know is in the movie Twister. That's how I know that song. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this okay. was a really big yeah. thing while I was listening to these albums. Is I had the thought multiple times this could have been in a thousand things. Uh-huh. This could have been in a thousand TV shows and movies that I've seen. And it sounds all of it sounds vaguely familiar. And whether that be whether that's because I have heard this music throughout my life, especially like younger and just like, you know, just throughout like going, like seeing it, like seeing country bands live and stuff like that. You know, there's a vague familiarity. And I realized that part of it was a lot of it feels like it could also be Broadway music. Really? Yeah. With the key changes and the... Oh, dude, that, yeah. She's a big fan of key changes. Oh, she is. But, like, it's more than just that. There's a lot of instrumentation that's very, very musical theater. There's a song on the second album, we'll get to it, that um, I am now convinced a uh, a very famous probably musical stole from her. Uh, like, there's a... It's not the whole song, but just pieces. We'll get to it. Okay. Uh, but, huh. yeah, it's it. a lot of it feels very, like... Um, so, she's country pop, right? Yeah. But it feels very dramatic for being <laughs> pop music, right? Am I? And, and, no, I, yeah. There, there's, like, well, I mean, the 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 woman in me is such a dramatic song. Yeah, that's like a ballad. I think. I think again, more the, more the drama comes from you from like the instrumentation, the violins. Say, are there's, huge. there's lots more going on than I expected in yeah. some of these songs. She hired all like killers. They're yeah. all Nashville. They're all in prison. It's a, it, all no, in it sounds. Prison. She hired murderers for her second record. What do you think of this label? You know that thing where like they would like go to prisons and like start bands so they for like for their own good. That, that's what she did for these albums. Wait, what thing? Starting prisons? Yeah, or starting bands, bands in prison? Yeah, yeah. There was like there have been like systems where they'll take in like like instruments to prisons, and so like people who have played like music can go get like go play music again, and like people have started prison bands before doing that. Oh wow! Yeah. That's crazy. So that's what Shania Twain did. I'm surprised you didn't know this, man. Yeah. <laughs> How many no. years was she in prison? We don't know. You didn't tell us. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but anyway, so like wildly successful this album was. It catapulted her in, in every way that she wanted to be catapulted. Uh, I think my favorite song on this is You Win My Love. Uh, mm. There's a cool, really good key change in it. You don't hear a lot of people cover these songs because they're fucking hard to play. Yeah, I found that listening to these songs, there's a lot of like very, very specific hits mm-hmm. that would be very hard for bands to do like yep. properly without loads and loads of rehearsal or being in the room when you wrote it. Yeah, like a lot of like really important and hits or like 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 e- like sixteenth accent hits kind of stuff. Like, not to sorry not to get like nerdy about it, but like that that like kind of solidifies how difficult this shit is to play, but does not sound it at all. Not at all. Yeah. It's fucking, it's an art. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm very curious to know. I know that she writes the words. Uh, I know that she's very into writing the chords and the arrangements and stuff. I want to know how much of that she was, was being like, okay, for the solo, I want the fiddle and the guitar to, to play something together yeah. and double something up. And it fucking is hard. It's yeah. not easy. It's what like if, Nashville fucking ripping. I mean, Mutt could have been in the corner telling him what to do. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. 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 It's just solid. I, I, I hear this stuff so differently now than when I was a kid. I Growing up in Canada, Shania Twain was huge. So I loved it, but I was also like, this is just country music. But now hearing it and learning it, because I play in like a, some, sometimes I play in a Shania Twain tribute band. 
and it's fucking hard. I think I think the the interesting thing too is that um, the 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 cover band aspect or the cover band, the country band aspect of it, like really is solidified by just like the lap steals and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That's otherwise like yeah, I, I wouldn't not... be sold on its country music all the time, you know. It's, yeah, the accordion. Yeah, it's I I didn't expect a lot of that <laughs> yeah. really, like because yeah. I've heard you know the big songs and you're like oh yeah they're like. Modern country pop, whatever. Like it all sounds the same kind of thing, but then there's like lots of distinct instrumentation on a lot of these. Yeah, I think. I mean, you you said it earlier. '90s country pop. This is like an important moment in in country music uh, overall. Because I mean, like we're uh, we're at a height, I think, in so many ways of country music. But at the same time, like we are potentially at like the start of the decline of country I, pop. Yes. Uh, yeah. I could. That's so well said. I was going to say the same thing. It's like it's like this is we're we're peaking currently yeah. we're peaking um, yeah and not the mics like like <laughs> <laughs> well maybe so then uh, as I mentioned before in 1997 we have come on over her third record and it's also just as well, I think it's more successful well, I mean Which I like, like, winning, like four times platinum or something kind of like shocking because it's a long album it it's very kept long. going well mm-hmm. well i okay so to that i liked this album more than the first one and there are 12 singles out of 16 songs mm-hmm. so it keeps going but there's 12 fucking songs that probably yeah. sold like like fucking cake i don't know what's the what's the expression hot cakes hot cakes, hot cakes. <laughs> that's just, just sold like cakes dude my fucking merch is selling like cakes <laughs> I mean, are you buying a lot of cakes? Yeah, I'm buying a lot of cakes, dude. You have no idea. Um, I mean, like this, I, like you can't. This album's already gonna do better than the other one because, man, I feel like a woman's there. Oh yeah. I mean, like, if, what do you, what do you like? If you want to get my wife excited at a party, if she's had a rough day and you take her to a party and she's like, I don't fucking want to be here. Yeah. And then as soon as she hears the, she's like, Let's go, girls, and it's fucking on, and it's the first song on the album. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. What, what a banger! And yeah. that's the that's the opposite approach where it's like, Oh, let's fucking let's let's bust yeah. out the gate hard, you know? Yeah, we're not coming soft this time. It's all hard, <laughs> rock hard, baby. Man, I feel like a woman. But so so like uh, <laughs> so like the, the the album description that's on Apple Music says amidst a backdrop of crunchy guitar riffs, sleek drum beats and even the occasional synth and then it goes on to explain you know her just her style of music but i was like i don't know like i i I wouldn't say the backdrop i would say like the forefront of crunchy guitar riffs and like the the smooth drums like that's the that's not behind everything i think that's like she would she would still sound great if those things weren't there but those things are the reason that like like a a a a rock and roll freak like myself can be like i love this this is so good (laughs) Uh, f- dude, from this moment. Okay, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I, I was just gonna say, this song is fucking torture. Really? To play live? Oh, if you I'm listen sure. a little bit closer, there's like a couple of two four measures, mm. where there's just two beats in one measure. There's a six four measure, and it just one hundred percent follows the lyrics. So, um, <laughs> so this is the song that I think was stolen, at least like partially. So, like. The melody and the when she sings from, from this, moment. this moment. Yeah, okay. So um, there's a song from Wicked <laughs> where they sing for this moment, <gasps> and it's the exact same melody for line. For this moment. Yeah. And da, then, da, and da, not that part. Then it oh. stops. But then there's another line later on in, this, in the chorus of from this moment that's similar to a later part 
and in the Wicked song. Uh, and that song is called As Long As You're Mine. Now, I'm not saying it's the same thing. If you listen to them both back to back, you're not going to be like, oh, my God. But, like, I bet Steven Schwartz heard this and was like, I dig a lot of like that. That that was in the back of his brain somewhere. I I think though the argument could be made that there's only so much you can do if you want a certain type of ballad. Yeah, but and this ticks all of the boxes. Yeah, it's a duet with uh, yeah. what's it, what's his name? Brian, I forget his name. Brian White. Brian White, beautiful. They harmonize beautifully together. Well, the the in in Wicked, that's the only male female duet. It's <laughs> oh. not the only. It's not the only one, but it's the love song one. There's another one with um, I can't remember the character, but it's the it's the only one where with Elphaba and her love interest singing the duet together. Elphaba? Yeah, the the Wicked Witch. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's it's just a weird name. Yeah, that's, it, that's, is, that's, it is a weird name. I didn't. E L F A B A. Yeah. That's Elf uh, Abba. Elf Abba. Yeah. A B B A. A B B A. Yeah. That's um. Uh, Adele Dazim is Elphaba. <laughs> I can't remember her real name now. Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. Okay. <laughs> I had to remember Adele Dazim. <laughs> I, I love Adina, oh. Adina Menzel. Um, yeah, there's like that. that I, as soon as that song came on, I was like, wait. Like, did, did, did Steven Schwartz like produce this song or something? There's something real fishy here. Um, but the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, this is beautiful. Like you said, this checks off all of the fucking ballad like check marks. Yeah. It's insane. It's fucking stressful to play. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of this is. Um, I, I I listened to If You Want to Touch Her Ass like probably like three times in a row. I thought you just said If You Want to Touch Her Ass. That's what I heard you say too. And I was like, that that song was not on That's this album. That's the opposite of what this song's about. It's like the, the video. You got the wrong message for that song. That little girl who's like Santa, complaining about Santa Claus breaking into their house. You ever see that? Uh-uh. She's like, if, he, if he's going he's gonna to kick my ass. She's like, what? If he, he's going to kick my ass, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> You've never seen that video? No. no. Shit. No. Oh, yeah. Ass and ask sound a lot alike. Also, I still can't talk, so. You're, it sounds better, though. Well, yeah. It's been really frustrating because, like, late, like, like, I'll say a sentence and Kara's like, what did you say? I'm like, to me, I didn't stutter. Just, I don't think I did stutter. I just, my voice is, like, dying in the middle mm. of sentences. Yeah. So I'm not saying ask. I'm saying ass. So if if okay. you want to touch her ass, <laughs> okay. Uh, why did you listen to it multiple times? You just really liked it. I just really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I thought also like the I, I didn't I didn't test the theory, but somewhere through the album, I was like, man, if I like pick uh, like, like let's say like one twenty, like the the tempo. Yeah, a lot of songs fit that. Dude, it's the two step and tempo. It's it, but it's like it it and it's a lot of like four on the floor and drums. It's like this rim shots, yeah, or side sticks. Yep, yep. It's 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 a lot of that kind of shit, and it never feels old. It always it, like I, I think if I if I had to listen to this full album again, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm good for a while. Mm-hmm. But like one listen through of the whole thing, it's like, yeah, let's fucking go. Or this is like great. seeing that shit live, just oh, be yeah. like, just dancing the whole time. Adam, you would dance. I've seen you dance before. You danced at Hagen's wedding. Yeah. You got some moves. Probably to Shania Twain. I don't know. Probably to Shania Twain. <laughs> Probably yeah, because yeah, my yeah. wife told. Uh, the DJ to put it on, <laughs> <laughs> which definitely happened. Might yeah. have been before Chop Suey. Oh, it was definitely. We, we, the, the night closed with Chop Suey. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the really, my, I, dude, man, I feel like a woman. I'm holding on to love. Love gets me every time. Don't be stupid from this moment. Come on over. Uh, I mean, there's a reason that almost everybody probably knows most of these songs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're huge. they're everywhere, and they are really good, even if they're mm-hmm. not music that I would 
go seek out maybe but so that's why i was curious to ask you adam at any point were you like fuck i like this uh not really okay um <laughs> I, I liked the the more over the top instrumentation stuff of some of the other previous albums songs where mm-hmm. they're more like this is very country but it's not like poppy country it's right it's more older I, but th- influenced, this, I guess. to me this album is even less country this, this this album is is, oh, barely, yeah, no, is like it, it barely is, yeah. a country album. Like Th- this is more in the I think the era of like pop music that I tuned out as a you know yeah asshole kid in middle school. I'd I'd say, yeah, I'd say like, you're like yeah. oh, I don't like popular music. Yeah, right. Yeah. I feel like but. vocal stylings is a really important thing to note here with like how like not country you could see this because like she has a little bit of that like Nashville kind of twang just a little bit but then also like if you if you just take man I feel like a woman as an example the the uh oh uh, uh, like especially in the key change like it doesn't feel country it's hard to sing oh, and yeah. is like is like it's very it, it like like vocally it's it's a masterpiece and it's not like this kind of like I, I don't know why I equate country music with this like kind of easy singing style a lot of the time but this just doesn't scream to me like what I imagine country music normally sounding like yeah uh, because you know she was the front runner for that yeah we think now Taylor Swift was was really successful in crossing over from country to pop. Yeah, but I mean Taylor Swift's not going to do this shit. No, not I mean, at all. well, I mean, I, I think I think she could. I think if I, it'd be cool to see her try, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, like, like that that is so fucking hard to sing. And Taylor yeah. Swift's an amazing singer, but that would be like that would that that would be so tough to pull off. Dude, it's it's a long night for singers when they try to do a full night of this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the song "Honey, I'm Home" is on this record, and uh, if I when I go home after this recording. If I go, honey, my wife will sing the rest of the song <laughs> and it'll be stuck in her head for the rest of the night. <laughs> so then that's what you're going to do. Yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'll report back. Uh, favorite songs? Album? I'm really bad at picking favorite songs. <laughs> okay. Just I, don't, I, I don't pay attention to stuff track by track as much as I should. Okay. Um, um, but I, I would say I liked the previous album more just because it was more interesting. Because this is all a lot of... I've heard all this and it's less... Uh, new, I guess. Whereas right. the the first out al- uh, the second album, the first one we listened to, except for Hagen, was nice. new to me. So right, yeah. Um, I think that like favorite songs, like obviously, man, I feel like a woman's up there. Um, don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. It's great. From this moment, I really liked. I just I just was obsessed with that one little bit. Obviously, listen to if you want if you want to touch her, ask a lot. Um, but then that don't impress me much. I mean, we've all heard that song, but I forgot how much I loved that song, how how good that song is. How, so what? You're Brad Pitt. Yeah, that don't oh impress me. I was like, whoa, Brad Pitt got called out. <laughs> That's so good. Shit. Yeah, and that song still works today. Oh yeah. I don't know if if he's ever commented on it. I uh, like I don't know. Yeah, what I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's a the, the, these Canadian girls are calling out these guys. It's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get wrecked, Dave Coulier. Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where are we at now? Okay, so after the release of these two records, uh, she toured extensively, was really breaking through in Europe. Well, now she had the hits. She had she the hits. Tour. Literally, yeah. Like yeah. her entire set was just like hits. fucking hit. Yeah. Hit, hit. That's like that, that, that. That's like now going to see the Foo Fighters. They can literally play a whole night of hits. That's yeah. what they do. Yeah, and like and people go, "Where are the new songs?" And you're like, oh, "Nobody's here for." They're the not going to play that. No. Yeah, but like she could go out on like a like her first her major tour and just play hits. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, I think right around that time she got new management, 
and it was like the manager for Bruce Springsteen and all these massive artists. Shit. And uh, she, he was like, "Why? What? What can I do for you that your label isn't?" And she was like, "I want to be a world-renowned pop superstar. I want to be huge everywhere on the planet, and I want to be known for not just country." And he was like, "Okay." And that they, they did it. Wow. So she toured a fuck ton. Then uh, she released her next album was Up. She released three different ways simultaneously. It was a country acoustic CD, which was the green version of Up, a pop rock version of all the same songs, just remixed and rearranged. Okay. A pop rock version, which was the red version, and a world slash dance version of the album. Like, no one's ever done that. Yeah, that's crazy. That's how adamant she was about, like, I don't want to be just a country artist. Yeah. Jeez. And that had a fuck ton of singles, too. I mean, like, I think that's the most one of the one of the inter- interesting things that I read was that that was a quote unquote controversial part of her was that she was like not just a country artist. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting to like go like to see the country community speak on like, well, she's not just doing country and have like a like like take issue with that. Mm-hmm. It's like in my eyes, it's like, hey, you're making people who don't like this listen. And like, also, these are great country songs. Like, what? What's your fucking problem? Uh, I mean, not only that, she was directing her own music videos. Jeez, because that's like early on, she started doing that, and she was like, I, "This is the only form of creativity I have with this record is to make my own music videos." Wow, and they were pretty controversial too because it wasn't like the run of the mill stereotypical how you see a female in the mid '90s music video. Yeah, so she caused a lot of controversy that way. She she caused a lot of controversy, and they were like. Thinking back now, you're like, that that was a long time ago that people acted like that. No, it was the 90s. It was the 90s. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, because not only on top of the fact that she was like a country singer and a pop singer, people were like, and you're a girl and you want to direct your own music videos. But there's an entire generation of females, female country singers and pop singers now that or even artists from the LGBTQIA plus community that look up to Shania and go, well, she'd laid the groundwork for us to do right. it. Right. Yeah. So that if you notice, sense. she only has like five records. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that. Uh, I in, mean, I would argue that releasing three of the <laughs> same songs is counts as more than one record, at least. Somehow. Yeah. I don't know how you want to count how that. How you want to dice but, that up. <laughs> but that's a lot of work. And she either has five records or eight or records. Eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, in 2004, um, she went on hiatus because she was diagnosed with, with Lyme disease. Wow. And vocal dysphonia. Vocal Which is dysphonia. when your vocal cords just start collapsing and giving out. Jeez. There are different forms of it. Yeah. Uh, often manifests in vocal fry. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Permanent vocal fry. Yeah. Like you can't just, and then, you know, towards, my aunt has something like that. Towards the end of the day, she just loses her voice. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she, and then in 2008, uh, her and Mutt Lang got divorced. Wow. Uh, Mutt Lang had an affair with Shania's best friend. Come on, Mutt. The two real, couples, real classic guy. But. Yeah, right. The two couples divorced. Shania married her best friend's ex-husband, and then Mutt Lang married her best friend. Uh, All right. I mean, you know, that's I just mean, crazy. It's not yeah. important to her career per se. She's wildly successful, but anyway, yeah, it's just strange. So uh, she took like eleven years off. She uh, she was out riding a horse, and a tick landed on her neck. That's how. That's how it happened. Wow. Fucking Lyme disease. No more horses. No more horses. No more outdoors. <laughs> Just like uh, 
the bubble boy. Yeah. It's the <laughs> only way. It's the only way. They can get inside. They can be inside. Ticks? I've never had a tick. It, uh, I, I mean, like, that's good, but they, I mean, like, like all bugs, all I mean, Yeah, they don't, they don't bugs. all carry diseases. I, mean, I, I guess a lot of them do. Yeah. Ticks, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's so crazy. Yeah. She's yeah. like the biggest artist in the world at the time. It's wild. And then just, that's it. Oh, and it's just like a, not a freak accident per se, but just a random occurrence. Yeah. It's not like anything happened. Like she wasn't no. straining her voice and caused problems or anything like that. Yeah. So. It was Lionel huh. Richie that got her to come back and sing. Wow. And he was like, so I'm, cool. I'm doing a remix, a remake record of some of my popular songs and I want you to come do a, uh, a duet with me. She's That's like, so I'm cool. not doing that. And he was like, yes, you are. And she was like, no, I can't because I don't want to, she lives in Switzerland or something. She's like, I don't want to go to LA. And he's like, I'll go to you. She was like, well, let's meet in, I forget where they, she said to meet. She was like, and I went there and told him, I'm not fucking doing this. Like, sorry, I'm, but I wanted to tell you to your face. And he was like, there's already a studio set up. There won't be anyone watching. I will teach you how to sing again. Whoa. And it worked. Wow. That's crazy. So she took like an 11 year break. Uh, in 2017, she released her fifth album, Now. Wow. It's called Now. Uh, it wasn't as successful as, obviously, I mean, to be to be fair and clear, most artists never have one album as big as any of those yeah. two albums we talked about today, let alone two in a row in a two-year span. Jeez, yeah. So, I mean, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing okay. But, yeah, she's uh, she's just doing, not just, but she has been doing Vegas residencies, basically, since then. I mean, like, good for her for finding her way back, and hopefully she's, like, comfortable and happy with where she is now mm-hmm. but god that's a that's a that's a rough like go of it for a long time that's like a classic example of like the bigger they are the harder they fall yeah i mean also it's like it's 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 similar to the voice is so i mean it is like a muscle set it's a muscle group it's a, it's a very specific part of your body and if you're a singer and anything bad happens to it i mean like you can hear my voice right now i can't sing at our gig this weekend yeah i can't sing in voice lessons i can try but it's just not going to happen so like a, a better part of my life just hasn't worked for like a month now um, yeah. and so like i couldn't imagine like trying to learn how to do it again after 11 years Crazy. i mean and being fine with it enough to do a residency right like, that seems like another crazy level of like that's a work coming to accept that i'm sure it sounds different and feels different so yeah i bet i bet her voice sounds very different i mean that that that's in, that's something that gets affected by like age anyway yeah but then i bet relearning how to sing with vocal fry and everything i bet that easily affects how her voice sounds now uh she already has she doesn't have like the stereotypical country singer voice. She yeah, has a yeah. very unique voice to her. And I've there's some footage of her singing in her studio. Uh, I think she's making a new record. I hope so. That would be cool. But there's footage of her singing, and um, she just sounds more like her, but a little bit more yeah aged. I hate yeah. to say that because whatever. no, no. I mean that's that's the way it works. It's just part of the voice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's like the. People always say like you go through the voice change and that's it, or like once you hit twenty five you stop growing. But like, no, your body changes forever, and especially your voice. Your voice never stops changing. Yeah. So no, I, I like that makes sense that her voice sounds older. Right. And that's a good thing, I think, too. Yeah. What a crazy career. What a yeah. What a wild. What a, I mean that that's that's such a cool career, uh, but also like. A little heartbreaking at times. Oh, like, yeah, the whole yeah. there's a lot of tragedy and then like 
six years of like being yeah. on top of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then having it all. And then more away. tragedy. Right. Like yeah. her parents never got to see her fame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that sucks. Your best friend's husband. Yeah. It's so much tragedy. <laughs> and it's like she she really she pulled herself up she pulled herself up by the bootstraps. Uh lived the American dream and it still fucked her. I had a really intrusive thought. Just keep it inside that. All right, all right. You got it. You got it, bud. Don't let it out. (laughs) So, yeah, that's uh, our little deep dive on Shania Twain. Nice. Well, thank you so much for doing that, Dave. Uh, Do you guys want to do what we're listening to? I don't know. Do we do that? That was for Jackson. He's not going to listen. Obviously, I've been listening to Shania Twain. (laughs) Uh, I've got two things. I've been listening to uh, Marcus Mumford's album, Self Titled, uh, bracket, self titled. Bad album name. Bracket. That horrible album name. Yeah. It's like when you're in high school, every everyone's first high school band's name was Untitled. Yep. Or every track. Or every artist ever is like, ah, oh, it's Untitled number yeah. two. And you're like, ah, oh, that's not creative anymore. Like, exactly. Yeah. Somebody else did that. Um, and I've been listening to Wolfman. Here we go, Jack. Do you like it? Some of it. Yeah. I, I showed I showed my wife that the song uh Here We Go Jack today, and she could not look away from the screen. Yeah, the, with the music video, yeah, 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 where he's not walking backwards. Yeah, that's a that like he's the, the the marketing and the like social media of Wolfman is really great. Not all of the songs get me, but like he posted today something that was like thanks thanks to like all of the fans for kind of playing along with letting a frontman take over a band's Instagram and like release a self a self like a like a solo album. Yeah, so that was really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I honestly haven't been listening to too much new stuff. Um, Whitney released a new album called Spark that I really like. Um, I need to give it more time, but I mean, from what I've heard, I really like it. I just haven't gotten to like put a lot, a lot of my ears on it. Um, the hype for me is growing for October seventh, I believe it is, as October seventh is the new Nomdi record, and mm-hmm. it's the new Charlie Puth record. It's gonna be a big day. <laughs> the and, same uh, day, yeah. I think there's two or three Namdi songs out now. Yeah, I've only heard and, the first one. Oh, I, there's at least two. There might uh, be a third one, but they're all great. Yeah, um, I'm, I think that's easily. I mean, that's I don't usually buy or pre-order an album, but I did buy that already. Yeah, so that's gonna be a big day. But I, I've been listening to the Charlie Puth singles a lot because um, I, I like as lame as left and right is have you, have you guys heard that song that that single? Yeah, yeah, as lame as it is, it's like that's what it's the duet with the guy from. Yeah, from BTS. BTS. Yeah. But, it, you know, Charlie Puth did some TikTok talking about, like, you know, I've always loved panning stuff and stereo. So I thought, let me do uh, this thing. I see you over here. I can see you over there. And then I change what side it's on. I'm like, gosh, shut the fuck up. But the song is great. So keep going, actually. <laughs> um, I like that Light Switch song. Yeah, Light Switch is great. I think Hilarious is really good. Um, I, I, I think that album's going to be a lot of fun to listen to. The, you showed me that. Uh, yeah, the first yeah. the day it came out, we listened to it in your car. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. He said it was like the saddest song he's ever written. Yeah, he did. And say I was that. like, it "Doesn't sound like a ballad or sad." He's got a he, he, his idea of a like like when he describes his music, I like get this weird tinge of like, "Oh, he's really nerdy and also an idiot." <laughs> like, <laughs> he's a stupid genius. I would rather I would rather just listen to his music than watch all of his like crazy TikToks about his music. Um, yeah. but he's still, I mean, he's still crushing it on all the, like, especially on TikTok for the promotion for the album. So, um, but yeah, I've been listening to those singles quite a bit as well as the Whitney album spark album. 
I've been listening to a band that Jackson probably saw on uh, Friday because they're on tour with Black Midi. Uh, Black Country, New Road, Ants from Up There. Is Everyone came up earlier loves this year. That album. I had wait. Not... What's the name of the band? Uh, Sorry. Black Country, New Black Road. Country, New Road. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the Ants from Everywhere. Ants from Up There. Ants is from the Up There. Okay. Album title. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really great. Um, I don't know necessarily what it's similar to, but it, uh, it it's experimental rock, right? It's people to uh, put it as. It's like maybe, Radiohead. Maybe it's <laughs> it's not like that. It's more I'm joking. I'm joking. It's more like Brit indie rock, like yeah. Radiohead. <laughs> yeah, I guess. No, yeah. I'm joking. Um, but it's 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 really good, and I'm really disappointed to now find that I like this album because it's gonna be totally different because the singer left the band after the album came out. Oh. Uh, for like personal reasons, he was going through some mental things and they're like, he's fine now. He's actually working as a baker in a bakery and he's, that's where most bakers work. He's, I would he's love out. it so much if he was working as a baker somewhere, at a target. Yeah, no, cause that makes, that still makes sense. Like he's working at a baker at a Burlington like, code factory. Like just they're expanding yeah. at a tattoo shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's just like in the corner of a tattoo shop. Would you like a cookie? While I mean, that's very, <laughs> that could happen in the right place in England. That could happen. Oh, I was going to say in yeah. Portland. I could see it in yeah, Portland. Portland yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. 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 He's got, he's got a very distinct voice. Um, I think I'm, that's why I'm, I don't like them. I'm blanking on, he has a voice that reminds me of another band that I can't think of the name of right now, but I'll probably tell you, say it next week when I bring this up again. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's really good if you like the voice and you can get past it. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, it is going to be weird if they're going to continue to make albums without him because I feel like that's a very distinct part of the band. And it's yeah, it's not that the instrumental stuff is bad. It's also interesting interesting to me. It's got a bunch of like jazz influences to it. ACDC did it some uh, some stuff. It can yeah, it can be done. But I, they've said that they're not going to have a vocalist anymore, which is kind of disappointing because mm. I think their music benefits from that uh i was in a band that did that <laughs> didn't really work for us i don't know if that was the problem, <laughs> don't know anything though. about that <laughs> <laughs> well cool anybody got anything else they want to say no just listen to shania twain and listen to country if you're those it, are instructions to jackson specifically well yeah yeah i mean jackson is like i don't like country and then he fucking shows me nathaniel rateliff apparently like, that's not country it's well, just uh it's it's indie Indie I'm like player. really tempted to call him right now because I have the Bluetooth connected to the. To the to he the, said he wants to be. I know that's why I wanted to call, but I don't he, want he it to be like phoned in, glitch out while I'm. I'm like too nervous. So. I mean, you can hit hit save right now and then do it. I don't want to do that. It's too much work. I'll man. just call him on my phone and we can. Uh... Oh, that works. That works. Yeah, I think I, I definitely think like a big takeaway for like a lot of people. I think from Shania Twain is just go listen to country music. Yeah. I mean, like. Like Adam, you you've listened to a lot of country music, being like your family, and then I mean, yeah. Does your does does your wife listen to country music? Not really. Okay, okay. I, um, I can remember if she did listen to any. I mean, she's not like against it like okay. I am, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not against it to the point of Jackson either, though. Where I'll I'll listen to it for the purpose of the show, or yeah, right, giving yeah. it a fair shot. Like, yeah, let's call. Let's see if he answers. Yeah, should I Facetime him or just call him? Uh, Facetime him. Okay, I am on your way. You can always like show it to that camera over oh, there. FaceTime yeah. audio. Why can't I? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> well, he better answer. Fuck! This is so awkward. Hey. <laughs> hey, you're on the show. Oh my god! I never thought this day would happen. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, caller number one. You're on the show. I'll make sure I'm not showing his number. Oh, I was. 
hope that you guys talk about like country music or anything like that that can really get me in the mood. Get you in the mood for what? Wyoming. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if we have Wyoming music. Oh my god. I don't know who that was, but I don't like him. <laughs> that was the album. Hey, uh, have fun roaming Wyoming. Man, what a Canadian thing to say. <laughs> I mean, you're most of the way there. All right. All right. Okay, <laughs> that was fun, and I'm glad we did that. This worked out great. Yes. Bye. <laughs> oh, that sucked. Well, that was Jackson. Everybody. There's a reason people don't do that on podcasts. Yeah, well, he told us to. He did tell us to. But he that did tell us to. No, 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 no. Idea. We blame him for this. We went. No, 100. no. I mean, it doesn't mean it was a good idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Thank you, Dave, <laughs> for an excellent Shania Twain episode. An excellent Shania Twain deep dive. It was fun. It was educational. Um, and I, I wish I knew someone named Mutt now. Do you do? I wish I did. That's a cool Isn't name. Isn't it? Uh, it's the kid in Indiana Jones. I don't know yeah. someone named Mutt. I wish I knew someone. Okay, named Mutt. personally. Yeah. I thought you just meant you meant like you know of another Mutt. Like no, there's, you've never heard of another. Wish one. I knew. Let's, let's give album a new nickname. Uh, name, not Mutt. Mutt. It's Mutt. <laughs> Please though. You look like you could have the name Mutt. If your beard was a lot longer. Yeah. Then and you, I was in Nashville, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or in or Portland, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a few other places. I can other places here, yeah. where that could happen. Yeah. You look decently Portland right now. Uh, that's that's accurate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Um, if you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on whatever podcast app you are using. Um, and if I post this online on the on the YouTube's, if I decide to do that, you can subscribe on whatever YouTube channel we're going to use. That's <laughs> if this is a test. So if uh, this is very confusing for everybody else, maybe not but, this week, but maybe next week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Testing it out. So. Sorry for all the confusion on that front. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, also, if you're on social media, please uh, follow us, DFTA Podcast on Instagram. Don't forget the artist on Facebook. You can send us a DM on Instagram. Uh, say hi. Say what's up. Say you listen to Shania Twain. Say you love Shania Twain. Um, you can also email us at uh, uh, caller number one at don'tfeedtheartist.com. And you could tell us any deep dive ideas you might have, any topics you think we should talk about, or if there's anything else you, you, you again, if you just want to say hi, um, then please do that. And also, I have this new toy. So if you have any sounds that you want us to play on the show, then I can play a sound that sounds something like that, or like, a, and that's for Dave right there. Yeah. Great job. I was going to send you, I was going to try to isolate the let's go girls <laughs> for man. I feel like a woman, but I mean, I can, I, I, I we could have done it on the Bluetooth, but it's, you know, yeah, anyway, we can, we can make it work. Next yeah. Time. Um, and also one last thing, if you're still here, um, our band moniker is playing at double wide in Dallas this Friday, the 23rd, we play at 11 o'clock. Um, it's going to be a great night. Double wide in Dallas. It's close to Deep Ellum. It's not definitely, quite, definitely not Deep Ellum. It's not, not quite, in Deep Ellum. Not it's quite close to Deep it. El- yeah, not quite Deep Ellum. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening and fuck off. Get me a friend named Mutt. <laughs> <laughs>